Oh, my <laughs> is jiggling. Hold on, Fred. Wait, why? You're uh, not, it's literally because Kyle was texting us about AEW tomorrow. We're going to watch some wrestling. Oh, that's right. We're going to AEW. All right. Well, we should. We should at least uh, get our the, the Game Genie's podcast is an explicit podcast. So I know that. You don't have to tell I'm me. I'm telling twice. the listeners. Because oh. if they have kids around, they might not want them around anymore. Only because they don't want to hear any pee pee poo poo jokes. Well, pee pee poo. Speaking of which, um, okay. you ever been in the shower? Absolutely. And you, you overtrust a fart? Oh. N- no. You know what happens then? What, you poop? Well, I mean, that can be one of the options. Spray fart? Yeah, uh, another. Um, what else? I mean, at that point, you just waffle stomp that shit down. <laughs> well, Ryan, you take baths in there. I know. So you just waffle stomp some poops down the drain, and then you take a I'm bath? I'm going to use a f- magic eraser and some Clorox Don't wipes swear. Game cheese. Game Genies is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to Game Genies. My name is Fred. We, uh, my name's Ryan. Episode four of season uh, three. Wow. We went real grotesque right from the get-go on that well, one. Well, you did. I'm sorry, listeners. You don't waffle stomp a poop. <sighs> okay, well, if you never heard before, then Fred's a little bit of motherfucking knowledge to drop on your bitch ass. Game Genies is your cheat code to sounding like you know more about games than you actually do. We use our lifetime's worth of gaming knowledge and combine it with today's most interesting games to give you the insight that you might not already have. But if you do have that knowledge, join us on the conversation everywhere you can find social media. Speaking of social media, if you want to, find us on the Instagram, Twitters, Facebooks, at... Game Genies Cast. You can also find us on our website, www.gamegeniescast.com. You can also find Fred over here on his own personal shit, uh, at Freddy Sketty, F-R-E-D-D-Y-S-G-H-E-T-T-I. And you can find Ryan here at West Texas Hell. Thank you. I've actually really embraced the way you say Freddy Sketty and spell it out. Thanks. You you were doubting it at first. I remember. You and Rachel both were like, that's never going to... But now it's just like a, it's like a song in my head. I just say like a song. F R E D D Y S G H E T T I. And you can also I have my own podcast called Welcome to My Fred Talk. So pop on over. Yeah. So fun time. We have a good. We have a huge show, and I don't mean to body shame the show, but we have a huge show. I think you do. This week. I think you do mean to body shame. And no, also, I'm not trying to body shame the show. Can we mention that you know last week we. That Galubinati thing, Galubinati thing? I mean, I was trying to just, like, keep it out of my head. I'm trying to have a good Yeah, but they're episode. coming after Comerica, bro. We have figured, well, we had to figure out how to... How, they're trying to get Galub, and Galub is with Comerica, so they're, they're right, going to try to right, go after him. Right, Here's the thing. I have to applaud you for once. For once, okay? Why? Thank you. For, okay, I appreciate because it. Because Comerica's still here. He did, they didn't steal Comerica. That was the whole thing. Oh, okay. I had to work on Saturday, and... That's right. I was worried right. that you... Being left alone, something bad might America happen. America's you want to bring him out real quick and just say hi? Sure. All right. Put his little cartridge. Hello, genius. Hey, Comerica. Hey, Comerica. I'm glad to see you. Yeah, you know, once. we've been keeping you safe because that well, Galubinati. Thank you, genius. However, 
If the Galubinati really wants me, you cannot do anything to save me. What, what is that supposed Why to be? Why do you always sound so pessimistic? Can you, we're going to make a, a real Jeez, man. We're going to make a real man out of you. far too weak, and you do not even know the power of the Galubinati. Well, that doesn't make us feel any better. No. Has Galoob given slightest. you any good information? I'm sorry, genies, but I do not know anything about the Galubinati, as okay. Galoob himself is still in a deep sleep. All right, well, if you find anything, whatever. We're going to make a, a real man out of you this this year. I've been saying that. We want you to be a little bit more human. Genies. Yes. No need. Well, I will tell you this. We're, we're going to make America great again, is what we're going to do. Please, jeez. Right, Fred? Yeah. That's, a, that's a, good, a new slogan. I think that should be like our slogan this year. Make uh, America great again. Uh, well, anyway, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, well, I'm going to pop these champs, America, so we'll, we'll see you later, but we'll keep you safe for at least well, keeping an eye on you. I'm becoming very tired. You're always, always tired. I get it. Fucking tired. He's like Chewy. All right, Comerica, we'll see you later. Uh, right before that. Oh, there we go. The Champs is here. What? That's my line. The Champs is here. The Champs. Goodbye, Jesus. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. I thought we were going to get away with him not saying <laughs> The Champs. Why is he trying to stay, take I don't mind? really care as long as the Champs actually are here, which they are. So. Ugh. Well, you know, now I just feel worse about all this since we brought him out because... I here I am thinking you were like protecting Comerica and you did good, but he's basically saying that we can't really do anything. Well, I'll tell you this: to it's actually him. do well. You do well at something, you're good at something. So speak proper grammar uh, and vernaculars. <sighs> secondly, secondly, um, I still think that I I'm a, I was a big part of how he did not get kidnapped. So I think he hey, underestimates know, our quote unquote power. You know what, baby? It's all perception. In, yep. You know, in it's all in your head. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to our uh, tip of the tops, which is our machine gun rapid fire fucking news segment. You want me to hit me with that? Uh, yeah, beanbag. Bean no, 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 yeah, um, so if you're not familiar with it, uh, we talked about it a little bit on the podcast, but essentially it's from the creators of Always Sunny. Yep. Um, Rob Mickelhenny plays Mac on Sunny. Right. Uh, and it's a game. It's a game. It's a show about game developers in a studio developing yeah. some game. Uh, it's a comedy. It, it pretty much arrived to a 70% on Metacritic. How do you feel about that, Fred? It's not bad. Yeah. I could deal with a, with a 70. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it looks funny enough. Um, if you have an Apple TV, you get like a year's worth of the Apple streaming service and it just launched. So you have access to see it for free. If you have an Apple TV, go check it out. Uh, the last game I can remember, Fred, that was a video game based uh, like TV show. I said game. I think again. God damn it. The last show I can think of that was a video game based uh, was Code Monkeys off of G4 back whenever we were like in high school, college. Yeah, I remember a cartoon. That. It was that was a fucking great show. Absolutely. I want to go watch. I have it on DVD. Both seasons. Noise. We should give it a watch. Give, give it a little. Give we it never a will, but we should. No. But uh, for Mythic Quest, so maybe I'll uh, give it a shot. Not throwing away my shot. <sighs> Don't do that. Well, Hamilton. Don't do that. All right. Next, um, Bioware. You're, how do you feel about this, Fred? They are going to reinvent Anthem and probably it sounds like the same vein that um, 
Hello Games or whatever the fuck did, No Man's Sky next, whenever they're trying to fix all the problems on No Man's Sky. They're saying they're gonna, there's no timetable, but in the next year or so, it sounds like there's going to be a Anthem 2.0, essentially. They're going to be fixing a lot of the problems and relaunching it. But not, hopefully, you know, I don't think you have to pay anymore. It's just a relaunch. Well, I hope not. Yeah, that would be fucked. Yeah. No, I, I would normally not give two shits, but I'm... I was interested when No Man's Sky did it, even though, you know, we played it for maybe a week once they did No Man's Sky next. Um, <clears throat> but I want to see what their solution is. Like, they've... Fallout 76 recently kind of did that. They they put the NPCs in the game now. It's like the number one thing people were asking for. Now I want to see what Anthem does. Did, did they give a timeline? Uh, they didn't. That's uh, Yeah, no, they just said that. It looks like in that's probably a year they'll, they'll do that. So we'll see. My question is just why is it taking them so long? Because when the game came out, I mean, we have a friend who works at this studio and they said, you know, it was it was coming out premature. If they had delayed it six months, would they have been able to like be more ready? And it's like a year later, so why isn't it ready? I mean Like why so isn't the, it not ready? Yeah, already? Well, okay, the thing is they didn't start making the game that came out until eighteen months before, you know, release. So right. in order to make a good triple A game it probably takes about three to four years. Ugh. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Sounds like they they threw away their shot. <laughs> no, so this is basically okay. a Kickstarter. Anthem Anthem's original release was a Kickstarter. Sure, as yeah, was No Man's Sky. As was it was it was a pre-alpha release. It was a early yeah. access. Yeah, if you will. It's too bad. Okay, whatever. Move on to our next topic. Uh, so Dragon Ball Fighter Z. This is one I. I Love onto a game that's already good, launched good. Yeah, launched uh, well. Um, use proper grammar. Yeah, whatever. Fun police and grammar police. I'll be your mama's police. You keep it up. So, Dragon Ball Fighter Z has been releasing downloadable content in seasons, and this will be the third season of that. And uh, we're getting Ultra Instinct Goku. Is it that from Dragon Ball? Fighter? Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball Z Super. So yeah, they're starting to uh, you know put super characters in there. They have the new Brawly, I believe. Um, there's been a cut. There's been this season three. Um, yeah, I just said that. Well, fuck off. Uh, so they've had two <laughs> seasons previously where they add other characters, uh, also from uh, Super. The thing is, though, when are they gonna fucking have Super Saiyan level four, uh, Goku and Vegeta? That's what I want. I don't know. I mean, I that, that that might not make a lot of sense for the game because those characters are so po uh, powerful. But then, no, but God, then again, Ultra Super Instinct. God, yeah, Ultra Instinct and God are more powerful. I guess you're right. But, but I, I like the actual look of this Goku because he looks more like Goku in his normal form. Like his hair doesn't change a whole lot, except it's like white and like other little, you know, details have changed. Yeah. So he's he's more white. His hair is white. Great. Um, I would say also, though, there's three other characters that are going to get announced for this season's uh, DLC. But the, the season three starts at the end of this month. Who's the other character they've announced, Fred? Uh, Kefla, which I guess is a fusion of kale and some cauliflower sound and shit. <laughs> um, but I didn't... I My Dragon Ball knowledge only goes as far as Z. And Mine I think too. she was in Super. Yeah, so she was the first female Super Saiyan. It wasn't Pan from GT, technically. They don't think they give a shit about GT. It's been known that they, they, they're trying to ignore that. Except for the badass fucking... Level four, Super Saiyans. Give me those. That's what I want. Give me what I want. But Pan Pan was born at the end of Z, I thought. Like at the end of the Boo Saga. I said Super Saiyan, too. Did she ever get to Super Saiyan level? She was stronger than Goku. Did she get to Super Saiyan level? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I didn't watch GT. I just know about her. Well, they, I just told you they were annoying. Oh, we're not going to go in circles on this. <laughs> okay. We're moving on. All right. EA 
Um, they are raising prices on some games on Steam in some territories of the world, not really in the U.S., but how do you feel about price changes based... I mean, I don't know if it's based because it's on Steam and they're trying to compete with Steam since they have EA Origin Store. Yeah, I don't, do you I don't know what the reasoning is. If the reasoning is that Steam takes X amount of percent and they're trying to make up for that percentage, then from a business point standpoint, it does make sense. I mean, it's not great for the consumer, um, and you're better off just buying it through Origin. Um, but the part that throws me off here is internationally, too. So I'm not sure why they would raise the price internationally. I don't know. I'll tell you one thing, though. What? EA. I, 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 whenever I hear about them doing some of this, I immediately think they're just doing it in a dickish way. They might not be, but there's no really logic to their reasoning ever, so I don't, I don't see why this would be any different. I mean, the only thing that I can think of is in some way they're compensating for money they're not getting somewhere else. I mean, they might have raised prices on, uh, like, imported things. If EA is a, an American company and they are all of a sudden being taxed more or but to tax that ass. Sort of tariff that they're keeping up with, then they're like, okay, well, if we're going to be, if we're going to be charged more, then we're charging more. But to tap that ass. I mean, you're not, you're not a fan of that? What? Of me saying I tap that ass? Well, who's ass? Or tax ass. Shit. I, already, I messed up my own joke. Ugh, I wouldn't uh, even call it a joke. I wouldn't even call it one either. Okay, moving, I, we, moving we have on. We have no more information other than this is the thing. There's not been a public yeah, we're statement. Just, we're just speculating. Well, there's not been a statement by EA about why the hell this is going on. Yeah. Well, hopefully we find out soon. Uh, moving on from there, this was a game that stuck out to me a lot at E3 this past year. Uh, it was called Bleeding Edge. And uh, the beta starts basically three days, the day after the episode drops. That would be on a Friday. That would be the 14th. And so, yeah, do you remember this game from uh, E3, whenever they announced yeah. it and everything? It, 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 to me, we were like, oh, it's like a fucking Melee Overwatch. Sort of, but I mean, it looks like there are projectiles. I'm not sure if it's like... I think it's ranged... Primarily Ranged um, attacks. Yeah. But I think it's primarily melee. So um, this is like a third-person Overwatch. Yeah. It gives me... It really gives me Overwatch vibes. I mean, they've been they've been uh, posting gameplay videos since E3, so you can go ahead and, and take a look. I If you're well, into was, that sort of game, you should. Yeah. By Ninja Theory, they made DMC and Hellblade Sinning was Sacrifice, so... Yeah. I mean, DMC, actually, the uh, combat designer for DMC is the person that is, like, I think, the um, lead on this So game. this game might not be great, but... Oh, fuck off! Well, that was a button masher. DMC is a button masher, so I don't like button mashers. So. Uh, we'll see how this goes, I guess. Um, either way... It's gonna uh, go bad. No, fuck off. It's Ninja Theory. Oh, man, that's sad. Well, Ninja Theory's great. But, but they actually made DMC as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. You you don't have to fucking like it. You fucking well, I didn't, McCoff, McCofferson. I didn't play Hellblade, so I'm not sure what the combat is like in that game. Well, it's not fucking DMZ. I'll tell you, DMC. I'll tell you that. Point is though, check it out this Friday. Um, the game officially launches probably on Game Pass. Uh, I believe it would because it's a first party Xbox game. But um, game officially releases on the 24th of March. Um, so yeah, so this weekend, um, check it out. I guess I'll be playing it. I want to. I'm gonna give it a shot. I, mean, I don't want to. You know, I'm not throwing away my shot. We get it. I mean, we that's the, we get it. I mean, it's a popular, popular thing that you didn't write. Ugh. Do you wish you would have written Hamilton or no? I mean, I'd have a lot of money. If I wrote Hamilton, it wouldn't even be popular because because we would have fucked it all. We would put so many well, dick and fart jokes in it. it no, been no, no. I mean, if if I wrote Hamilton and it came out exactly like Hamilton did, like it would have like a hundred views on YouTube still. It wouldn't matter because I don't know anybody. You think you think Lin Manuel did? 
Oh, absolutely. He probably knew a couple people. At least. It started off Broadway. It started as a small show off Broadway. Well, it wasn't his first Broadway musical. Yeah, and you're not my first friend. I know. I know that. That got real dark. I'm sorry. I, I, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, where are we going from here? Uh, oh, yeah, there's one more. We got one more little tip at the top for you guys. Uno mas. Uh, Nintendo lounges coming to U.S. airports this month for about the next month. Woo. It's going to be like... Uh, the nearest one for us, Fred, is going to be the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I mean, I don't go on a lot of airplanes, but this is still cool to me. Do they have, like, docks and stuff? You yeah, so you can your... you can charge. It says, so it doesn't say necessarily about docking your own, uh, but it does say you can have charge stations for your devices um, and grab some freebies, including even if you just go there, they'll give you a special Nintendo uh, fucking... It's they're calling it a luggage handle wrap. I, I guess that's the thing you put your like nice. fucking name on. Uh, also, you get a ten dollar gift card or essentially a coupon for Target on any purchase of seventy five dollars or more for Nintendo. <laughs> what? So if you want to like buy a controller, yeah, you get ten percent uh, off. You get seven dollars. Right, right. But you can play handheld mode and um, TV mode on their demo machine devices. And uh, when in regards to that, it'll have Breath of the Wild, uh, Mario Kart Eight, Mario Odyssey, and Mario Party available to play. Um, you can also purchase a Nintendo Switch there, but you have to sh- get shipped to you. They don't have them there for you to like take it on your flight, oh. which is kind of lame, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you want to be like, oh, I love this thing. Let me buy it right now. I want right. to play it on the fucking plane. Right. That's some, that that would be cool. I mean, I guess it's not like a, a, a bad thing. Like yeah. it doesn't really It's not matter. supposed to be like a Nintendo store, I guess, but yeah. still. That's still pretty cool though. I mean, like if I went to an airport and I went to the, the Switch lounge, just chill out. I don't know how yeah. long. You know. It looks like it's starting like this week, though. Um, but it looks like most airports are only going through like the end of March. Oh, okay. So maybe it's just it's like an experimental thing. Yeah. They should keep them if they get popular, though. I think it sounds badass. Yeah. yeah uh, mid-February to late March is, is for all of them. Um, either cool. way, though, check it out. Check it out. <laughs> okay. That's, that's all we got for Tip of the Top. So let's bring it on to our section where we talk about what topics we will actually cover in depth this week. It's called Top of the Motherfucking Tops. Tops. Top of the Tops. Okay, so we, we only have two topics today, but one of them uh, is another fabulous interview that we had with one of our favorite right. streamers. And those go a little long, so we want to make sure to give yep. enough time for Takeda to have his... his uh, 15 milliseconds of spotlight fame because that's all we would be able to give him, unfortunately. Yeah. As, so, as Fred said, he doesn't know anybody. Huh? You don't know anybody that can get our podcast popular the same way that you couldn't get Hamilton on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do like OG Takito a lot. I'm glad that we were able to link up with him for the second year in a row at PAX. Um, we have had... He's been on my podcast, my Welcome to My Fred Talk, before, but that was like before PAX, and this was us talking to him at PAX. He was also, he's not been on uh, my album for West Sets as Hell. No. Why not? I, I, I didn't know him at the time. Well, maybe you should like squeeze Rectify it. Rectify. I'll, I'll, I'll have a little thing, a little diddly on that. Anyway, OG Taquito, T-A-Q-U-I-T-O. Uh, check him out. Do you know what taquitos are? They're like a rolled deep fried taco kind of thing. We talk about this in the interview. I know. I was just, I was just seeing if you remember. It's been almost a month. I knew what they were before the interview. I know. You, you damn ass. Okay. <laughs> what else are we going to be doing other than fucking the interview with Taquito? Uh, so we have a great topic uh, that is a very nice and thoughtful topic. 
Can gaming allow us additional time with dead loved ones? It's a little dark. No, well, I wish I should. I should name the topic. I I named it that just to be basic, but because uh, I am a puta basica, but I should have named what, it with a huh? A puta basica. What is that? That's basic bitch in Spanish. <laughs> okay. Uh, did I, you I, did I, you learn that specifically for today's episode? No, I love to learn that for you. I've known it for years. Puta basica. Puta basica. <laughs> okay, so what well, I should name the topic was: Can gaming allow us additional time with loved ones that have passed on? Oh. That sounds better. That's the professionalism. Well, we'll we'll save it for the topic. Yeah, well, for the section. But that, that's the segment for the segment. That's the professionalism the I bring to the podcast. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, well, clearly, yeah, that went out the fucking window. I mean, it went out the window with the damn waffle stomp at the beginning of the episode. Oh my god, why do you got to bring that back up? Sorry. All right, move on to our first section. So last year we met. OG Taquito at a panel where we were basically uh, trying to figure out uh, how to manage our communities better. And he, he was there. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a streamer on Twitch. Um, again, you can find him at OG underscore Taquito. Um, and he's a good he's a good buddy of ours now for like interacting with him on social media. We talk to him every year uh, now at Pat's. I feel like we're going to talk to him again um, next year. It's, I don't know. He's a really nice guy. He's entertaining as fuck. He yeah. is a, he's a good follower of ours as well, which I appreciate. Yeah, and he's just a genuinely cool dude. He has a Discord and stuff too. So after the interview with him, if you want to catch him over there. Go um, do it. Follow yeah. his ass. He's a cool guy. So let's not spend too much time on it because he does give us a lot of details on what he's into. And we talk about streaming in general. And I think we had a great conversation with him. So let's pop on over. All right, so we're here with OG Taquito. That is O-G-T-A-Q-U-I-T-O. Uh, that is also a correction from the last time uh, you heard from OG What'd Taquito. You, what happened? What did you do? Uh, he spelled his name wrong, and yeah, then I spelled his name wrong, and then... Oh, my... <laughs> this, you motherfuckers need me around for this shit. Um, I will tell you... Uh, do you know what taquito is, Fred? Because you're not from Texas. Yes, it's oh. like a roll. It's like a rolled uh, taco that's like fried and has like meat in the middle, right? It's not always fried. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, taquito. You tell us what taquito is. Well, a taquito, it's gonna be, um, you know, pretty much a taco rolled up, but deep fried. But you know, there's more to it. There's, you got the cream cheese. You got the, the you yeah. know, the. Okay, so it's not so simple. There is one. There's one at 7-Eleven that's like a fucking jalapeno cheese. Oh yeah, I've seen that. I, okay. Yeah. Side note: I used to work for a law firm. My first from Dawson. Yeah. We were. I was so poor. I would eat lunch at the fucking Seven Eleven. Just go to like. We're not get a saying hot dog. that everyone who eats at Seven Eleven is poor, by the way. No, I'm saying I was poor, and I just happened to eat at Seven <laughs> Eleven. Oh, I was okay. poor. So it was just a matter of coincidence, and you could afford. 7-11. I couldn't afford more than Seven Eleven fucking lunch. At okay, we're done with that. <laughs> Japan has really good Seven Eleven, so I think Japan sure. has good like gas station food. So. Okay, well there you go. I've heard that. Yeah, okay, sure. sorry, sorry. Okay, introduce yourself, <laughs> Kino. Uh, again, give the handle, um, and then just tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into that questioning and stuff. All right, so I am OG Takito, and that's again T A Q U I T O. And I'm a Twitch streamer. I turned affiliate exactly the same week that PAX happened. So yes, finally, that was a year and a half, pretty much, yeah, a year and a half ago, ish. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, yeah, I can't remember exact date, but I remember it was the week of PAX, because I remember the email. It was really good. I'm a Twitch streamer. Um, and that's pretty much it. I stream variety games, not really just one specific game. Yeah. But rather, like, for example, right now I'm playing Call of Duty, and people love it. 
and getting over it's been getting so many clips in my chat because people love seeing me rage quit for some reason. Yeah. There you go. All right. And it's, 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 I will say no, rage quits are huge. Okay, so I follow a Reddit live stream fails. And a lot of it is like rage quitting, but it's like funny. So there's this whole compilation of Super Smash Bro tournament rage quits. It's so <laughs> fucking great. There's so many broken controllers on it. So I'm just trying to say, it's not like a negative thing necessarily <laughs> as far as for streamers. Like, right? It's like it's it's like when I freak the fuck out on the cast and yell and go all crazy. Yeah. But okay, get to your questioning, Fred. Sorry. Okay. So uh, while we're here at PAX, it was, so to, for a little uh, backstory on how we we met OG Takito last year, we were at a panel about community management, things like that, and that's where we originally met. Uh, unfortunately, throughout the year, we were not able to coordinate uh, a good uh, interview. But now that we're here again, in the flesh, uh, for the second year in a row, uh, I wanted to know you've had a year under your belt since the last PAX. And of course, streaming is still so new that it's changing all the time and evolving and you know, new games are popular uh, this year that weren't popular last year and some games that were popular last year are not as popular this year. So why don't you just give me a little bit of like what this last year was like in those regards for you? So it's last year, uh, this, it was more like a learning curve. I really, that panel really kind of changed my entire community. I started using more uh, of their tips and tricks and how to actually build a community. What, what kind of tips and tricks did you use? Well, they wanted, the way they were saying, I don't know if you remember this, but they wanted you to focus on one platform. It was either Twitter, Discord, Instagram, or whatever, and just focus and put your effort in there rather than, you know, um, I don't know, try to be more active on Discord and then try to be more active on Twitter and then try to be more active on Instagram because that's just going to waste your time. You're not going to do anything productively and that's what one of the biggest ones that I had. I took my Insta uh, to Twitter following from 200 followers to right now it's 708. I think. Yeah. Pretty nice. So, you know, more people see my tweets, retweet it, and then they like it, they see my links, they see the content, and they're like, oh, maybe this guy's a streamer. And they see my bio and all that stuff. And that's really one of the biggest tricks. Uh, no, no, I just had a quick quick one. Did you see your engagement uh, rise with your follower count, or do you feel like it's, it's more about the content and uh, maybe who is commenting and retweeting? Or you see, I think Twitter is kind of like a lucky guess. So let's see, I don't know, let's say you have, uh, I don't know, 10K followers. And I'm sitting here with the two, 200 followers. And someone, you retweet my stuff and it happens to have my link or it happens to be like a clip of my stream. And if people see you, your followers see me and they, you know, they like my content, they will funnel into my stream. Right. But it's, it's been engaging. Um, I've, I've, you know, this Twitter accounts that actually exist that they're just 10K and they're already verified and they have like three, four likes every single tweet. But I've seen my engagement go up with that. Um, I, I try not to like do like fall into that follow and follow type of thing. Sure. Yeah. That's really, really not good for the platform. Yeah. It's not going to help you with engagement. There's nothing so, engaging yeah, about like, that. I mean, yeah, I guess you get a reward. You know, I follow you, you follow me back. Yeah, that's. Cool. But you like well, you want to have the conversation with them to actually yeah. encourage some sort of like said, engagement, but also having like the community that the person obviously that you're interacting with like their followers actually interact with you as well. Like, you're not going to get anything if they just never show your name on their feed. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And what I try to do is community nights on my Discord also. 
So my Twitter's, uh, I let them know, hey, we're watching a movie. Like a couple of weeks ago, we were watching The Witcher. Cool. Um, I think we just went in one episode, and I haven't had the chance to do it again. But I can just stream it on Discord. They hop in there. We watch it all together as a community. Yeah. Just as long as you meet your mic, because I don't want to hear you eat popcorn. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, so you know what's crazy also about that is that reminds me, remember, I don't know if you remember, but like Xbox 360 had, with their first Netflix app, had to where you and a friend could watch together and your little yeah. fucking, uh, no, I almost said Amiibo. What? That's not even fucking <laughs> at all. Avatar? Avatar. I was combining... Yeah, amiibo. Uh, I fuck me. That, yeah, so you can like go in, you could like throw fucking tomatoes at the screen, just interact in different uh, ways and shit like that. It was, but you it would stream the same time for you and a friend that's across the country. Me and our buddy Dennis did it all the fucking time, and it was I great. Never, I never did that. It was fun. It was like that is it cool. brought that community kind of feel together, which was nice. Sure. But then they took it off. I don't know if there was a licensing thing with Netflix Probably. or what. Probably. Like, but yeah, but I mean, so doing a watch party like you said with some other, I'm, I'm guessing there are other streamers and stuff that also. Came on, yeah, I mean, uh, also people can come in and just comment and stuff. Uh, I mean, as long as you're in my Discord, yeah, uh, it goes on a voice channel, so that's okay. how it works. You hop on a uh, voice channel and you can literally click the button that says "Stream this," and then it shows your um, pretty much your window or whatever. And, you, you're, and you're all watching the same thing. Yes, and exactly. It could be anything. It could be anything. I can hop on a YouTube video or play some video games or put something on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. cool. And it's it's instant. So that, that was going to be my question. About regards to like a year ago to where you are now, do you feel like you're a bigger part of the streaming community and you have a lot more other streamers that kind of know where you're coming from that you interact with on a, on a weekly or daily basis? Yeah, definitely. Um, Discord and Twitch, it's kind of like hand in hand. So most of the interactions that I have with other streamers happen on Discord or DMs on Twitter. Um, they DM me and I'm like, hey, what's up? And then that's how we start networking with each other. Obviously, like the first thing that I, that I get DM is like, okay, I don't know you. Like, do you mind introducing yourself and you know stuff like that? Um, and luckily, what so far is I've been lucky enough to get friendships out of it, and people stop by my chat and. Ironically, most of my people in my chat are streamers, other streamers, and also I attended to TwitchCon this year, so that kind of helped me out to be more involved with the Twitch community, which is a really nice community, actually. So I want to ask uh, two, two questions that I think go hand in hand. One, what, what was your favorite thing that's happened in the, the whole last year of streaming that has changed? And like opposed to what was last year, and and then the other question is, what would you like to see change in the following year, in 2020? Do you mean like streaming Twitch specifically as a platform, um, or in I, general? I'd say streaming in general, even if it's just something a trend that's become new, or the way that people act, or you know what I mean, like the yeah. way people interact. And then like, what do you want to see? What's something that's in the back of your mind that like I wish that this thing was different? Well. Um, these are all the things that have been changing on Twitch specifically. I mean, this in year on TwitchCon, it was announced that we affiliates get, you know, ad revenue. So it's not just partners. Um, a couple weeks ago, they introduced this thing called Hype Train. I'm assuming they grabbed the idea from Mixer. That kind of sounded like a Hype Squad, you know, just, just saying. Um, they grabbed the idea, I'm assuming, and they kind of perfected it in a way. Um, you know. So, oh yeah, Hype Train, it's, for example, I can set it up and it's, it's based on events, subs, someone donates bits and stuff like that, and the more they donate, the more the Hype Train is more intense, so it goes by levels, like level one, two, three, and four, and let's say it, I set it up to trigger it to three subs, 
So three subs get gifted or someone subscribes, three different people subscribe, the hype train gets triggered and they get rewarded with the unique emote. You know? So level one is one emote, level two is another emote, and so on and so forth. I think it's like five levels. Um, I'm still not really, really familiar with it, but from what I understand is you get an emote every single level, and whoever is the conductor of the train gets like a different emote than the rest. But even if you participate with like 10 bits and you're still involved in the hype train, you will still be rewarded with that emote. And that's pretty cool, because uh, you know, if you really think about it psychologically, it's like, you don't want to make a purchase because you don't want to put all your information in there. But once you have your uh, information in there, it's easier for you know to be just one click away. Yeah. And it's a different way to support other streamers. Um, you know, because full-time streaming is it can be a little bit hard. And whenever you're trying to pull this as a career, you pretty much have to like pretty much count on your community 100. percent And that's scary. That's really scary. Um, that's one thing that I really like on Twitch, and also been trying to listen to the people more so especially with banning and i don't know if you heard that alinity incident alinity the streamer no okay so she literally grabbed her cat milo and tossed it on top of her shoulder i did and anyone else would have do it would have done it like they wouldn't get a ban but she she didn't even get a ban or anything like that so twitchcon that's when you know the, the twitch ceo like told us about all this banning stuff like that uh, so that's what it's changed. So what I want to see different, and it's really hard with the live streaming, is dis discovered, discovered, okay, my chat is gonna troll me for this one. The way you get discovered, right? The way they discover the platform is really, really hard to get discovered. So streamers have to look on YouTube to, or Twitter and funnel their viewers into the Twitch right. rather than- like Through search fields like, yeah. oh, you know, um, this is the, the DLC for Halo or whatever it is. And then people searching that will watch you yes. find you streaming in a clip. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of a little bit hard on Twitch just because of the nature of the uh, platform. It's not just videos or images. And that's really one really big thing that I would like to see change, but I don't think it's so, so discoverability really basically. Yeah. Okay, you want to see that? I just and, couldn't and, pronounce it. Sorry. No, it's okay. So <laughs> they have changed that a little bit, but you just don't think it's it's really taken the way that um, people want it to. Like the way, like yeah. you don't you don't think that the discoverability has reached uh, you know the potential that it has by what they've done so far. Yeah, I mean they changed the filter. Now you have a filter so you can see from lower to higher viewer or more of what you like, recommend and stuff like that. Okay. So that's been helpful, yeah. but it's not quite there yet. No, I mean, they're going the right way, but it's not quite there yet. Yeah. Uh, so if there's one thing that you want to say uh, before we wrap this up to streamers or who have either just started or who have not started yet, that maybe maybe they're afraid to get into it or maybe they've gotten into it and they're getting nothing in return uh, so far, like no, no viewers, what, or what do you have to say to them? So, you know, whenever you're starting, it's hard. I was there. And streaming to new viewers, it can be really discouraging, especially if you're moving everything aside in your way and then trying to, you know, your personal life, trying to make time for the stream and you still see zero viewers and then you wrap up the stream on zero viewers still. It can be hard, but the one really good thing that I would like to see, uh, well, new viewers, I mean, new streamers do, is not really focus on viewer count, just stream, have fun. If you don't feel like streaming, it's okay. It's perfectly fine if you don't feel like streaming. 
um, don't stream. If you don't feel like streaming, don't stream because people will, will see it on your face. They will see that you're trying to force it. Right. Be genuine. Be interactive with chat. Don't try to grind it. And mental health is really, really big of, deal, big of a deal. If you're not there mentally, if you don't feel good and you need some time for yourself, it's okay. Take a break. People will understand it. It's not like a nine to five job that you like forced to be there at 9 p.m. and you know, and your boss is really on your back. Um, just don't don't focus too much on the numbers and just have fun. Uh, interact with more people. I like it. That's great. Um, make sure to follow. Uh, we will also. Uh, once we put this on for that episode, we'll definitely, you know, at you on Twitter and make sure that everyone knows where to find you. Um, one thing I will say, which is great, uh, I really appreciate, was earlier this fall, whenever you heard about my mom, you like, reached out, and I, I appreciate that. So respect. Um, we had some good conversations, and so either way, um, yeah, like you've said, and I really appreciate the fact that you are a streamer that encourages people to make sure they care about their mental health and everything like that so uh, i mean it's important and yeah. pe we're all human in in the end so uh yeah yeah so anyway we appreciate it uh we love being able to talk to you uh, at least every year for pats if not you know we probably need to do more interviews on a consistent basis but uh either way yeah thanks for uh coming i'm sure we have more time to hang out we had another day and a half of packs well yeah. day and a quarter whatever you're only here for the today though right oh, fuck. Uh, today but okay you're gonna, here. you're gonna be around yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. I'll be around. All right. So I, I'm in closing. I do like what you said about the mental health and everything. But going along with that, it, yeah. If you're not into it, don't do it. I know that when trendy things happen, everyone wants to get on with it. And streaming is super trendy right now. But if it's not your thing, do something different. I, I sort of tried streaming. I didn't try to do it regularly, but I realized pretty quickly that it wasn't exactly for me. And so I'm doing what is for me. Uh, which is a whole ton of other things. So don't be afraid to not be part of that club. Just be a part of a different club that you belong to more. Uh, but anyway, thank you so much. OG Taquito. O-G-T-A-Q-U-I-T-O. From now on, anytime from now on, anytime you spell it anywhere else, you have to accentuate that U. Yeah, U. All right. And we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot. Great guy. Love yeah. guy. He also gave me a social. Uh, he said he wanted me to read it on the air. Can his, social meet, his social uh, uh, his social security, security number? number? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, okay. go ahead. Go it ahead. is... That's one number too much. So. No, there's always four at the end. You really don't know how many numbers are in a social security there's number? nine. Fred, do you think there's nine? Oh, I did. Yeah, there, was, there is nine. I, I read nine. I thought you read ten. Fuck, anyway, I don't know. Anyway, if you, if you have a hard time getting a credit card, I think he has good credit. Use his social, and the rest is Did I give 10? I don't know. I don't we'll fucking, let the listeners figure yeah, it out. I wasn't listening. <laughs> oh. But, <laughs> uh, before we move on, Fred, we got a little bit of uh, a More word chance. from our... Oh, no, a word from our sponsor. Developers, 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 developers. Developers, 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 
on our cast, I guess. That's nice of him. Why why he would choose that to sponsor. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, but anyway. sponsoring is only 20 bucks, so maybe he's just having fun with it. Anyway, let's move on to our topic where we can give some good-ass, sexy, uh, emotional opinions. Here we go. All right, so there was a story. The reason I wanted to talk about this topic, there was a story I read yesterday. It was all over uh, Kotaku, IGN, everywhere, um, about a woman in it was a Korean show. Um, she used VR to have a picnic with her dead seven-year-old daughter Oof. who had passed away from an illness. Um, but why would she want to have a picnic with her when she's dead instead of when she's alive? Okay, Fred, you sick fuck. It's not a dead daughter on there. She's very oh. much alive and well in the video game atmosphere. Fred, she's okay. not, just a dead I'm fucking sorry. kid. I'm sorry, I just, I heard, <laughs> I heard it wrong. I thought she was having a picnic and her <laughs> daughter's laying there dead. Anyway, Fred, it was it was a fucking game show. I mean, I'm I'm very sorry that her daughter died. By the way, uh, yeah, I didn't think you were you were okay, okay with it. Good, but anyway, uh, the Korean TV special called "Meeting You," which aired in uh, Kotaku quotes, focused on families lost their seven year old daughter, uh, and in the unsettling finale, the program attempted to reunite the girl with her mother using virtual reality recreation, uh, complete with audio. It's funny that they say unsettling because it is a little bit unsettling. But at the same time, you saw where they were going with it. I mean, do you think that's a... I mean, if, if the person's willing to be like, hey, that's cool, whatever, like, you think it's okay? Yeah. I mean, if somebody wants... I mean, the way that technology is going right now with AR and VR and the way that people are able to make, like, deep fakes, like, I don't know if you've ever gone on, like, YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen them. Yeah. They're great. I mean, <clears throat> they're entertaining, but they can also be used for things like this. So if somebody wants to do that, then I see no problem with it. Honestly, if if it helps you to get over that person or even just I mean there are there are things that build AI that can yeah. like learn the habits or talking patterns or things of people. No, I get what you're saying. So, I'm not against uh excuse me. Um, you're boring me. Uh, I'm not against it. You're ju you just think it's a little unsettling? It's a little unsettling. I don't know if I'd be okay with it. Like, I wouldn't necessarily do that with my mom or anything or any other, you know, loved ones I've I've lost over the years. But at the same time, I, I don't know. I can see where it would be interesting. It, maybe it just the technology needs to get better because it looks like a fucking stiff animated character. Right. Okay, so let's let's think of it like this. So, yeah, maybe this idea is foreign and weird and unsettling to us, but in 30 years... You our, can be our kids. You be our kids gonna be fucking virtual reality characters. Well, I'm I wasn't going there, but I was gonna say that our kids are gonna grow up in a in a world where that's normal, and they might want to like have us be there virtually. You in know? a world where you could fuck your dead ex girlfriend. <laughs> that's the, that's the future, is what I'm saying. Um, another thing I want to mention, and I know you have one that you wanted to bring up as well. Yeah. Uh. There was a, this was early on, and I remember just because somebody trolled this whole entire funeral. But uh, somebody in this guild died, on, and that they plowed, that they, this guild had played WoW with. It was on WoW. This person had actually died in real life, and they had like a ceremony. I guess they got in contact with Blizzard, had this like actual ceremony for the character to have like a funeral where all of their friends and stuff like that could be around. Yeah. That was interesting. That was kind of like a way to do it in the MMO landscape. Just I mean, ten, fifteen years ago. Yeah, I mean, and that's in a game where it's not. The game wasn't developed with that in mind. No, so but they, it's all they about like community. made it happen, you know, through the developer. And well, some people ended up, I think, coming in and killing the entire people that were waiting 
for uh, or wait, wait, like watching the funeral. They, so they were in a PVP area. They're in a PVP area. No, did that really happen? No, that really. There's a video of it. You should. They we should watch all it. the people at the funeral. They, and then, I don't know if they were like talking so much shit. It was bad. It was bad. Wow. But uh, either way, think of the think of the nicer part of that story. Well, don't fucking have a funeral in a PVP area. <laughs> <laughs> they came and just raided the shit. I know that. That's what happened. I want to wow. say we should watch that video after we get done here because it's a. I'm not going to say it's funny, but I laughed my I mean, ass it's off. Legal. I mean, so is sodomy, Fred. You think that means you can just be ass-fucking everybody all goddamn day? If you want. And well, not everybody. I mean, people If it's who, consensual. Yeah, consensual. And, yeah. and of legal age. I'm not into butt stuff. but I'm not into butt stuff either, but you know who is into butt stuff? Dennis. Dennis. Okay, move move on from that. You you okay, had so talked about yeah, one. I have, I have a little story, too. And this is, you know, this was years ago, so this was also in a game that wasn't necessarily designed with this in mind. Um, but I think that it, it's... It had just as much impact, I think, as like what you were talking about, where she's having a picnic with her daughter. So this uh, this this guy, you know, grew up playing games with his dad. Has a lot of great memories of playing. Uh, it was a racing game. I'm not sure if you remember what it was. It was like Forza or something like that. It's Ridge Racer. Ridge <laughs> Racer. Remember that one? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't Ridge okay. Racer. <laughs> well, um, but. It was some, it was one of those games where when you play it um, on a certain profile, then you log on. You can like race against your friend's uh, track. Basically. Yeah, which a lot of games have this now, which is really cool. I think. Yeah, and it's called what Ghost Trial or something. Uh, yeah, like, like that. Ghost Racing essentially because so, you're racing the ghost of that person. Right. So es- essentially, let me just explain for people who don't know. Say I play this specific racing game a bunch the game is going to record how I raced that track or any track for that matter. And then when my friend logs on, they can essentially race against me even when I'm not there based on races I've had in the past. And so this kid, well, he's, he was an adult when he finally, you know, he plugged in his old Xbox and logged on and he realized he still had a bunch of these ghost races left on his dad's profile. And there was also a genie in there, in there, right? Like a game genie. Yeah, I don't know. No. So anyway, so he was able to race his dad after his dad had passed. And that I mean, that's pretty impactful, I think, to be able to sit down and like, you know, you have these memories of playing these this game with with a specific person who passes. And all of a sudden, like you're you're racing them like that is how they raced that track. Didn't I read or remember here at the end of the story? He never beat his dad because he didn't want it to go away, kind of thing. Um, that, like because I think if he had beat him, then it wouldn't show. Like it would erase. It, it would erase the, the record or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That I don't remember. Um, but you know, I mean, that's cool if that's what he wants to do is yeah. to make sure he can always have that. It's, it's like story. keeping like a voicemail or something, you know, from yeah. from your parents. No, you're right. It's something to remember them by, which like, I think is cool, and I think. Video games will allow us, like you said, in the future, yeah. to experience things like this more. Yeah. Well, this might be weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna give just like a small example of something that's like technology based that, that like I personally did, but like so my mom is is real weird about like people dying and stuff, and I won't even go into it too much. But she like took over her dad's, uh, my grandfather's cell phone number after he died so that's not weird that's here's why i say that's not weird well i'm not done oh it gets weirder (laughs) yeah so his number was in my phone as grandpa you know and so when she switched now when she calls me it says grandpa and he died 
like seven years ago. So for seven years, oh. my mom's number is grandpa. And now I see what you're saying. I thought you meant she just kept paying for that. Well, well, she did. I mean, like she still has it today. But like as like a non-usable really number. No, no, no. She uses it and it comes up on my phone as grandpa and I'm too sentimental to change it, to I change her name. In That's the not weird. Also, I will say like my dad still pays for my mom's phone number and like I think he's going to keep doing it like because it. He just does. I'm like, hey, if that makes it's like ten bucks more a month. So yeah. I think is if he is happy with that, then I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You do, you do you. Yeah. People deal with their shit their own way. True. But yeah, I mean, I think that I, I'm kind of excited to see what gaming can do minus a creepy VR picnic with your daughter uh, in the future. I mean, but you know, like there are going to be things that develop more and more that are going to collect more data about us, and we'll be able to make more and more accurate versions of us. Skynet in in AI. So imagine that someday like that AI version of you, you'll be able to have a full on conversation with. We can live forever in an AI version of ourselves. Essentially. Holy shit, dick. Essentially. So player uh Ready Player 1 is going to be a lot more uh populated than expected because not only the people who are alive, but people who died are that would still be going crazy. to exist. I mean, this is all, the only time they'll tell, sir. I mean, it's going to happen, absolutely. Like, there's no, there's no doubt. Like, time well, won't tell. Time. You know what else is going to happen? What? These next two things I'm going to tell you because B Pain just sent us some really, really good things to do. Uh, B Pain, I'm going to, I quote him. He said, "Next time you take a piss in a public restroom, instead of sighing in relief, say, oh, fuck yeah, take that, you little whore.'" <laughs> and then he also said. I quote, next time you're taking a shit in a public restroom, hold it back as long as you can and then say, oh, God, no, before letting it out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, you know, you know, what's also funny. Second one was better, but yeah, is that we have a lot of funny bathroom stories and we'll save them for another time. But we have so much fun. (laughs) The bathroom experience in the bathroom when we go in public bathrooms and other people around. You know what they call us? They call us the bathroom beta boys. They don't do that. But like Ryan and I will be like pissing in in urinals and pretend we don't know each other. And then then we'll just like peek over the (laughs) the barriers. I don't peek over. I have never peeked over to see your dick. Well, like, but we like don't act like. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I haven't yeah. seen your wiener except that time you stripped <laughs> off all your clothes and jumped in Dennis's bed. <laughs> that was a good. That was a great story. Yeah. Uh, do I don't know if the, the fans know that story. I think we told it after we got back from his wedding. But essentially, Dennis went to the restroom. So the, if you don't know the story, pretty much night before Dennis's yeah, wedding, I'm this the is yeah, hilarious. I'm story. the best man. Uh-huh. Um, he goes to the bathroom. I'm like, I go, I turn to, to Pleasure Cruise and Fred, uh, and I go. Wait, is this is in the bathroom? And he goes, they go, yeah. I strip my ass down, butt ass naked, jump in his bed. Remember, 
Check, check. One, two. Welcome to Game Genies. Hey.